You're listening to the Still Called podcast. For more information, go to stillcalled.me. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another podcast episode from yours truly, Still Called. You know, being a Christian is an interesting responsibility. It also means that you'll be called a hypocrite. I mean, if you truly follow Jesus, I mean, like, if you're seriously committed to being a Christian, it is a guarantee at some point someone will call you a hypocrite. Which is really interesting because the definition of a hypocrite, more or less, is to uh, say one thing and do another. Now, according to the formal Oxford de- definition here, it says a person who indulges in hypocrisy, which I would argue not a great definition, Oxford, to use the word in the definition. Um, but interestingly, if you go to Merriam-Webster, right, and you look up the definition of hypocrite, it says a person who puts on a false appearance of virtue or religion. Wow, interesting. So the definition is actually taken on the religious sense. The second definition is a person who acts in contradiction to his or her stated beliefs or feelings. Now the problem with this is, I mean, I think historically the the second definition is probably the most genuine or legitimate definition. Um But the problem with this is, if someone gets their feelings hurt because you tell them something that's true about the scriptures, immediately they think you're not being loving. So they would say, well, Christianity is supposed to be a religion of love, and here you are hurting my feelings with all of this religious truth. How dare you, you hypocrite? Now, come on. Think about that. The reality is, if someone's feelings are hurt because of something that is true, that would be the case whether I say it to you, whether whether you said it, or someone else said it, or whatever. People want to um, be very harsh and critical about historic doctrines of Christianity, and they want to call me a hypocrite, to which I usually say, well, they didn't ask me what I thought. Like, they were already, these words were written down for thousands of years before I came along. So who am I to to question it? So don't get mad at me. Don't, don't, don't make it sound like it's my fault. I didn't say it. I'm not, if I had my way, everyone would just go to heaven, including me. I wouldn't have to die to myself. Like, if I, if it was just up to me, we do whatever we want, believe whatever we want, and just sort of, things will work out in the end. I could treat people how I want to treat them. I don't have to serve God. I don't have to have a prayer life. I don't need to read the Bible. I don't have to have a pen. I don't have, you know, have to deal with these messy issues about gender and sexuality and, and right to life. And I, it'd be great. We just do whatever we want. I mean, let's go to the bar. Let's drink. You know, but what's really funny is, you know, all those years that I 
sat in the dope house, hitting a meth pipe, talking about how Jesus is the only way. No one called me a hypocrite then. Whenever I'd sit in the bar and I'd say, yeah, I'm a Christian, and I'd hang out with drunks and rapists, uh, murderers, you know, no one at that point was like, you know what, Andrew, you're a hypocrite. You say you're a Christian, but yet here you are doing the same things as all of these other people who are living completely in their sin. No one ever said, hey, that's a contradiction to your stated beliefs or feelings. Because you say you're a Christian, but you do the same drugs and sleep with the same girls that the atheists are sleeping with. So, you're a hypocrite. No one. No one ever said that. <laughs> you know? It, in fact, it wasn't until I repented of my sin, put my faith and trust in Christ, cried out to God, broke at His feet, literally, and wept for the state that I was in as a sinner who deserved wrath, who deserved hell, who had been a hypocrite, who was a living contradiction to my stated beliefs and feelings, that I had put on a false appearance, that I was something that I wasn't, claimed to be this moral, virtuous person, and I broke at the feet of Jesus, and I cried out to God, knowing that I deserved wrath and judgment, that I had been a hypocrite. It wasn't until I did all that, that I, and I got up off the ground, completely changed and transformed, humbled, completely humbled that I wasn't a good person, completely humbled that there was no good thing in me outside of Jesus, that I didn't deserve the good things of God, I deserved wrath and judgment. It wasn't until I reached that point, people said, you're a hypocrite. And all I can think is, for the first time in my life, I'm not a hypocrite. <laughs> for the first time in my life, my there's no contradiction here. Like, because really for the first time in my life, I understood what it meant to be a Christian. See, I didn't know you had to be born again. I thought you could just say you were a Christian and you that was enough, that you could check a little box on your social media platform. We don't even do that anymore, but back in the day on MySpace, it asked you what your religion was and you put Christian. Um, all the things that I would put externally, you know, I've been baptized. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm a member of a church, a Baptist church. I grew up in the church. Right? Those were all the sort of external things that I would say made me a Christian. But inwardly, my heart was wicked. Right, I was a hypocrite. So, But it wasn't until I realized that that other people started calling me a hypocrite. Why did they think I was a hypocrite? Well, I guess they liked the false version of who I was before. And knowing that really living in a state of contradiction as a lost sinner who thinks they're a Christian makes other people who are lost sinners and think that it doesn't matter that they're lost sort of as a comforting, commiserating, kind of contradictory dynamic. They like it. But then when you when you become awake to your sin and you become awake to who God is and what who Jesus is, 
when you're born again, when you have the light and you're illuminated by this conversion, this born again experience, and you can't stop talking about Jesus, people think you're a hypocrite because the truth is, when you talk about Jesus, you're talking about sin and everyone has it and everyone has to repent. Everyone must be born again. Everyone deserves wrath and judgment and hell. That we need Christ. We need Jesus. Right? So people don't like that. That feels hypocritical to them because you're talking about all this love, but then somehow there's justice too? Like God's going to judge us? That doesn't sound very loving. You're a hypocrite. And it's just this play on words that has no meaning, even to the extent that hypocrisy has become defined as a religious thing. Now, granted, if you've ever been around a religious person who wasn't saved, who had never humbled themselves, who lived in total hypocrisy, that pretended to be a Christian, basically, and always had something to say about everyone else, but never looked at themselves. Those are the hypocrites, too. They're the ones who've soured this. And I think probably the most telling sign that if you're a Christian, really, truly, soundly born again, when someone calls you a hypocrite, it wounds you. And you're like, oh my gosh, like, am I acting like a hypocrite? And you, you actually take that to the Lord, and you're like, Lord, search me, help me, show me. Am I a hypocrite? Like, am I, am I giving a false appearance? You know, like, that would be the sign of how a true Christian would react to being accused of hypocrisy. But there's a lot of false people out there, religious, Pharisees kind of people, who you call them a hypocrite, and they don't even care. You call them a hypocrite, it's true, because they give a false appearance. They, they're, they're making sure they're, you know, like as Jesus said, white, they're like the whitewashed tombs, but inwardly they're filled with dead men's bones. Like they put on this outward appearance of virtue. I'm a good person. I'm a moral person. I'm a religious person. I was born a Christian but that's that's a contradiction because their heart is black and wicked and depraved and full of sin full of of selfishness full of murder because I'll tell you now having been around a few religious people that religious spirit that hypocritical spirit it's a murderous spirit like that thing that's in people they'll defend their virtue to death, till death. They will take you to the grave to defend their own virtue. So yeah, those are some of my thoughts about hypocrisy. If you truly are a real Christian, I mean, if you are a Christian, at some point you will be called a hypocrite. Um, if you're a lost religious person and you're being called a hypocrite, and you haven't really been humbled by that accusation, you might be one. Just a thought, maybe. Um, if you're soundly born again and someone has called you a hypocrite, it's probably humble, humbled you some, forced you to think uh, 
Am I acting like Christ? Am I am I walking in love? Am I am I exhibiting the 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 fruits of the spirit? Right? But it's a interesting word. You know, I myself was a rotten hypocrite for years. Uh today I'm not saying I'm immune to the possibility of acting hypocritically. But I certainly bring that before the Lord and ask Him to search my heart, reveal it in me. Um, so yeah, be encouraged. If someone calls you a hypocrite, it either could be an opportunity for you to humble yourself and get right with God, or it could be an opportunity for you to humble yourself and ask God to search your heart and reveal if you're being a hypocrite. But it's also probably pretty likely that it's a false accusation and that people see your actual love and humility as a threat to their living in sin. I'm going to end it there. Thank you for listening. This has been another episode of the Still Called Podcast.